The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg, and the Jets lost all air <laughs> at the last second of the game. Oh my gosh. We're going to hit on that in a pregame, of course, in the bone line. That and more here on show 562. Right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have. Let's talk about our car. Yes, we're going to talk about Derek Carr. <laughs> Absolutely have to hit on him specifically, at least for a little bit in this segment. And of course, a post game for the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Talk about ripping somebody's heart out right through there. That was an insane, insane game. We got to talk about that. And the Colts are coming to Vegas. Yes, the Indianapolis Colts and Philip Rivers is coming. Old Man Rivers is bringing the boys to Vegas. We got a hit on this one, too. We hit the bone line. That should wrap up the show, folks. What a freaking game. Boy, the Las Vegas Raiders hit the jackpot, and I ain't kidding, in the last seconds of the game against the Jets. Did anybody else need to see their cardiologist? With the 0-11 Jets, they're at home, striving for any victory, and they're a really, they're not a bad team. They're 0-12 now because we beat them at 0-11, and just barely. The ball rests on the Jets' nine-yard line. Carr back in the gun, takes a snap, backs up, lobs it toward the end zone, and incomplete. Aguilar can't get it. He was defended there beautifully by Gidry, the rookie, and the Jets are congratulating themselves. They've got 137 to kill to win for the first time this season. Well, Greg Williams brought pressure right up the gut. There was a, a man right in his face. Derek had no choice but had to back up and threw off his back foot. Couldn't get enough on this ball. He had Aguilar in the, on the in the out route in the end zone, but he just couldn't get it. Wasn't enough on it. And now a minute 37, and the questions will begin. Raiders have two timeouts. They will use them quickly. Jets will run the football, as they do here with Johnson, and now they stop the clock at about 1.30. Raiders can only stop it one more time. Gain three yards on that first down run. Second down and seven. Darnold. Here's a handoff. Johnson down, and there's their last timeout at 128. 
Bringing up a third down here. Needs six yards, okay? The Raiders' only chance is to force a punt. 128 on the clock. Darnold will come up underneath center. Raiders cannot stop the clock. Got him outflanked again already. Now here comes Johnson. He's got to stay in bounds, and the Raiders get him out of bounds, but they oh, move the clock. No, that they is keep a the bad clock call. running. They keep the clock running. It looked like the Raiders had brought him out of bounds. We're down to 112 now. Here's your fourth down. The clock is in the Jets' control right now. Renfro is back deep. 47 on the game. Five on the play. Four. 44. Two. One. They get it with 40 seconds. They punt it away. Here is Renfro. And this punt will go out of bounds, and it'll be downed, I should say, right about the 38-yard line. 35 seconds. 35 seconds for the Raiders here to get the Hale Raider down the field. They're down by four. It's 28-24. 35 seconds to go. So here comes the offense. Obviously, Ruggs will be out there. They'll get all the speed they can get their hands on in this situation. They'll start on their own 39-yard line, 61 yards away now. Carr will be back into the gun. Richard will be there. Two receivers are off to the left. 35 ticks of the clock left. Here's Carr, takes a snap. Looks down, fires into the middle, can't stop it, got to hurry. Waller's got a first down, 20 seconds. Clock ticking away now, they've got to hurry. They're now down 22 seconds, and Carr clocks it with 19 seconds. What a day Waller has had. Darren Waller has a 200-yard day. A 200-yard day. There's 24 on the play clock now, and it's ticking away. See if Williams does. 19 seconds on the game clock. See if he draws up pressure here. The ball is at the Jets' 46-yard line. Back to Carr. Play clock starts. 18. Carr steps up. Fires it deep. Down toward the end zone. Got Aguilar. Overthrew him in the end zone. He had Aguilar who had a step. And now there's 13 ticks on that clock. 13 seconds left. Carr had plenty of arm. In fact, a little bit too much much that time. Now you've got Aguilar. And you've got Aguilar going deep. And he ran right by that secondary. Right by him. If it was just a little bit shorter, Aguilar might have had the touchdown. Raiders are down four. You got 13 seconds to go. Carr is back in the gun. 13 seconds on the play clock now. Everybody head for the end zone. Comes pressure. 13 seconds. And they've got got it off. Here comes Carr. Steps back. Now he comes up. Going to fire again. Left side. Going for it. Ruggs. Ruggs has got it. Touchdown. Jackpot, baby. Vegas touchdown. Vegas touchdown. Jackpot. And away. Wow. The Jets are a good team. And they've always been a hard team for the Raiders to beat. The Jets and the Raiders history goes back for frickin' ever. And some of the most epic contests recorded on film for the NFL were Raiders-Jets games. That is no joke. The Heidi game. There's games. <laughs> so the history with the Raiders and the Jets is long, and it's very strong, actually. And in this game, I have to say, 
I I was blown away. It was like I was stuck to my couch. I couldn't even go to the bathroom. It was an exciting game, a tumultuous game, a emotional ripping, tearing, gnawing. I don't know what else term I can use. Grinding <laughs> football game, but isn't what that isn't that what sports is about? Everybody, come on, Raider Nation. This is why we love football, man. This is why I love football. These are the games that I just, uh, the only thing that would be better is to be there and see it in person. That's the only thing that would be better than to see it live, than see it on TV. Because this is what makes me as a football fan just jubilant. This is, (laughs) this, these games at the end when you have Raider fans from Alaska to England to Germany to Japan running out of their houses in whatever weather it is and screaming Raiders or we won, (laughs) which is what I did in my little community here. What a contest. I'm not, I'm not going to go any further about that, but it's just a, a little bit of the history. The Jets played a great game and really won the game, except for the last game, call of the game, which was incredibly exciting. But the, Reds, the Jets found their mojo on how to play this year. They've been trying to get this sputtering engine going, and Sam Darnold finally, and company, Finally figured it out against the Raiders, which I knew, (laughs) which I told you in the last podcast. This was trap game number two. No doubt. The Jets manhandled us on the offensive line, on defensive line. Now we got some pressures. We got a sack. We got a strip fumble. But really, the Jets ran to the left of their line all day long to the tune of 203 yards for the game. That's right. They slapped 203 rushing yards on one of the better rushing teams in the NFL. Now, our defense is stinky. It's been stinky. Um, Other than Max Crosby, Abrams, Arnett, there's a few Mullen, excellent players. There's a couple, but we need much more pressure. I don't know if the middle guys aren't doing their job, but it's not happening for us, especially in these run games on the edge. Am I the only guy that sees that we get freaking gashed on the edge? <laughs> I'd said it all day. They're going to run left to the edge. And lo and behold, and if it didn't happen, then they'd pass the ball. And Crowder had a stellar day. And if it weren't for rugs. And our offensive line doing max protection. And really the Jets being ignorant or stupid. And I say probably more the stupid case. Because everybody and their brother came out after that play. <laughs> and said that was the lamest defensive call ever. And yet I say you don't have Paula Gunther. Car, three TDs and an interception, but the happy feet. The happy feet. You know, the Jets were on them all day. 
We couldn't run the ball very well. I think we got 50 yards. So it was a contest in patience and vigilance. And actually Carr as the record for comebacks in the fourth quarter because of this game. I think that's what it is. I think he has an NFL record, Derek Carr. So this game was a real gut punch to the very last second. I kept saying, I'm going to go walk the dog, but I couldn't leave the house. We had one play left, and the <laughs> the circumstances around the single play that lasted for probably 20 minutes. And after all the buffoonery was said and done, the Jets called the wrong defense, and the Raiders won the game with rugs. The lightning fast receiver that showed up big time after blowing two, not catching one pass, having it intercepted, and fumbling another one. So, kudos to the offense for hanging in there and doing their job because that's their job. And uh, they should have done a better job throughout this game because, well, the Jets have a decent defense. That's what it is. But uh, we didn't have our running back. Um, and so, you know, we had to go with the second string people, which was fine. We also didn't have our number one, Bent Brown, which I don't know when he's going to get back on the field. Because let me just say this about this game, and I'll just end it this way. I mean, amens for rugs. Amen for that catch. It was a freaking great moment in sports. I'm I'm sad they didn't do enough of it on TV because it was just an incredible thing. Deserve more than what it got. But that's how it is for the Raiders. So anyway, before I go on, the Jets lost the game by going after Carr and thinking that could give him happy feet and he would not complete the pass, which is against every defensive coordinator's suggestion. And their defensive coordinator was fired. After that game. Fired. Jets defensive coordinator Greg Williams called an all-out blitz on the game-ending play. Unheard of. Derek Carr took advantage hitting Henry Ruggs. Williams fired this morning. Why didn't you overrule the call when, when Greg made it? I wish I would have. You know, sometimes during those game, during a game, you know, you're talking through a bunch of situations and that comes up. I wish I would have called timeout. But I didn't. Adam, inside linebackers coach Frank Bush will be the interim defensive coordinator. Can you fill us in on how this went down overnight this morning? Look, this was coming, and it was inevitable, and it was brewing for a while. And we heard earlier in the year Greg Williams criticize Adam Gase publicly. But the fact of the matter is, it was a play call that will go down in New York sports lore. It will always be remembered <laughs> as a play that was disastrous in the end. But really, it might have been disastrous if the Jets had won the game anyway and moved into a tie with the Jacksonville Jaguars for the right to draft Trevor Lawrence. There's the play, and the moment Henry Ruggs caught that pass, you knew there would be problems. They will always remember that play. From what now looks like it will be an 0-16 Jets winless season, that is the one play that will be most remembered this year. The Jets went zero blitz on that play. What is your first reaction? Dumbest call I've ever seen. 
and only <laughs> and been around the thing for 58 years, 30 years as a coach. That's the dumbest call ever. There's, there's no other way of, of putting it. Look, and it's not like cover zero. There's a time and a place for cover zero. That thing sure ain't it. That's, I mean, it's just stupid. It's just absolutely stupid. I mean, as you watch that there, they actually have a linebacker who it looks to me is spying the quarterback. Well, that's, here's the other thing. They don't even know how to run a thing cover zero blitz. Number one, in a cover zero, by the, the, and by no means do I mean this is ever appropriate to call it in that situation. But in a cover zero, number one, you'd rather be early than late. Okay? And the other thing is you pressure rush. So they got a guy 10 yards back. He ain't press Russians. Why Derek Carr is able to step up? So not only was it the stupidest call ever, <laughs> they don't even know how to run a dang cover zero blitz. Greg Williams packed his bags and walked out of the building. Wow, that's all it took? One game? One play call? Huh. Well, need I say more? Our defense needs a lot of work. And some of the work is very structural and coachable. And I won't say anything else. I just think it's obvious that we need to move on from this defensive scheme to something a little more snappy and a little, something a little more productive. Um, and there's a lot of coaches out there right now that are available. So let's get it done, Raiders. Let's find the guy and move on to the next phase of making our run to the Super Bowl. But this is a great game. This is why I love sports. This game had everything in it uh, all the way to the last second. And good job, finally, Ruggs, Carr. And I'm going to talk about Carr now. Let me just move into Carr. Let's talk about Derek Carr right now. Baby, you can drive my car. It is an enigma, <laughs> I think, for any team. And maybe maybe it's just our team. But we have a quarterback who's pretty good. And sometimes he's great. Like, and sometimes he's not so good. <laughs> so better and good the majority of the time. And there are those lapses that we see, like the happy feet and the inability to hold on to the football, the worst in the NFL by a lot. Derek Carr has very bad ball security in the pocket. But then again, some of his passes are way off. He misses completely wide open receivers. Like, unbelievably, when you watch the game, if you look beyond what the focus of the camera is and you look to where the receivers are. If you could see the coaches film, what they see, which is totally different than what you see, you would see a lot of open players, sometimes when he fumbles, sometimes when he bumbles, and sometimes uh, when he gets sacked. So I can give him those because he finds, more, the majority of the time, he does find an open receiver. It might not be the best pick, but he gets him, the ball to him, and he does a pretty good job. He does a great job in audibles. He can take us there. I know he has the capability if he goes on a run and he 
He has a stellar end of the year right now. If he can run the table, we could be magnificent. We can't because our defense really stinks. But on the same token, you have to look at our progress of our offense. It's getting better and better. Now I'll say this again, too, that if we had our full complement of soldiers on the offensive line, we would be devastating. Because we'd run the ball 200 yards a game, and then Derek would have an opportunity to make those perfect passes when they're they're all crunched up against the line, which is what we want to do. That's what we need to do. But I could read you the stats, and stats are, uh, you know what I mean. I'm not going to roll into the numbers, because he's got great numbers. He's always had very good numbers, but it's about wins. It's about It's about wins. And playing consistent, you know, consistent play is very important. And he's he's like, it's almost, he's almost there. And I think we all get spoiled. And when he doesn't do things perfectly and he does blow it and he does fumble the ball three or four times in a game that we should win and we lose, just like me, I blame him because it is his fault. But I don't think we should get rid of him. And I don't think there's a replacement out there for him unless we get the first pick in the draft. And that's still not a guarantee. Even if you got a great guy in today, it would take three years before he's ready to really take it on. And I think that that's pretty reasonable. Even Mahomes took three years before he made it. So I think Carr needs a break. I know he is uh, hot and cold at times, but he's way more hot than he is cold. And we let's remember the history of our team. Let's remember about Jim Plunkett. Now, anybody who's looked looked at this team and remembers how he used to play, that's back in the 80s, folks. But go back and look at his, look at the highlights. Look at the newsreels and news clips about how he would hold, he would hold the football totally far away from his body, just holding it on with his hands, and he would lose it all the time. He would lose it all the time and people wanted him out. Get rid of this guy. He stinks. And he won us two Super Bowls. He would have happy feet. He would have the same things that Derek Carr has right now. I see Jim Plunkett <laughs> and Derek Carr. Matter of fact, Carr is better than Plunkett was at this point. And Plunkett had been beaten and, and bruised and his ego and everything has been torn away from him. But look, he made it. He won two Super Bowls. And you just don't do that if you're an average quarterback. Not against the teams they played. Look at the film. Look at the news clippings if you can. Because Plunkett was very much like Derek Carr. They are almost identical and the people, just like they talk about Derek Carr, they said the same stuff about Jim Plunkett. Check it out. Carr is not perfect, but he's pretty damn good, and he's better than average in this NFL. And as much as I get pissed off at him, he's our man, and we got to have him take us to the promised land, and I know he can. And that is all I have to say about that. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. 
He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Wait a nation, let's go, let's go. Wait a nation, let's go, let's go. Wait a nation. Sunday, December 13th at 1.05 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, the Indianapolis Colts travel to the Las Vegas Raiders Allegiant Stadium to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. What a contest. This should be a very winnable game. The Indianapolis Colts headed by Philip Rivers. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. He is a very good quarterback, but some of his facial expressions, I just can't tell you. <laughs> I love to make fun of good old Philip Rivers. Old man Rivers is coming to Vegas. He's bringing his crew with him, and they mean business. Colts are 8-4. and four. They're playing good football, and their defense is very, very good. The offense is like us. It's hot, and then it's cold. And right now, Philip Rivers is dealing with turf toe. Don't ask me how he got it, because he never runs. He's a pocket guy, and he get he gets rid of the ball extremely quickly. He has a sidearm that, that release that is kind of funky. It's funny to watch, but uh, he gets the ball out quick. He's got a lot of zip on the ball. Still, I think he's 36. So he's still throwing the ball around pretty good. And they've got a very good running game. And they've got a very good offensive line. All right, welcome to In the Pocket with Rich Gannon. Rich, I am so glad to get this opportunity to talk to you after yesterday's game. How you doing? I'm doing great. Okay, well, let's look ahead to next week because you called... Uh, the game between the Colts and Texans, you know uh, what the Raiders are going to get when they take on uh, the Colts. What can they expect when it comes to their old foe in Phillip Rivers? Uh, and, of course, his playmakers on offense. T.Y. Hilton had a huge game as well. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton had a good game. It was his first 100-yard receiving game of the season. But let's start with Phillip Rivers. He's not 100% healthy, Aaron. He's got a toe injury that's really bothered him, kept him out of practice a bit last week. I would imagine he'd miss Wednesday's practice this week. But he's still Philip Rivers, right? He's 39 years old. I think he's he. It's for the last five seasons he's failed to get his team to the postseason. I, I think he feels a sense of urgency. He's running out of time. This is a good football team. He's getting rid of the ball quickly. He's not holding on to it. It comes out quick. So the pass rush, you know, it's going to be a frustrating day. He's not going to sit back there and take two or three hitches. The ball comes out quick. It's really a, a passing game that features the short and intermediate throws. And I think the defense to me is probably the best unit. I mean, they got the Forrest Buckner back last week, the Nico Autry. They're really good inside. They can push and collapse the pocket. Uh, and they've got Darius Leonard, who I think is probably the best middle linebacker in football right now. He is a tackling machine. He's a good blitzer. This is a well-coached defense, and I think the, the Raiders are going to need a great week of preparation offensively. Well, and let's talk about that great week of preparation and, and what they need to do when it comes to the offense. Because like you mentioned, that Colts defense swarms the pocket. They sacked uh, Deshaun Watson, I believe, five times uh, yesterday. So what's in it for Derek Carr in that offensive line? And maybe some good news is potentially they'll get Trent Brown back. Uh, and then hopefully Josh Jacobs can, you know, get back to the identity of the Raiders offense. But what do you think Derek Carr is going to need to do against that defense? Well, he's going to have to do – what he normally does, let's get the ball out quick. 
Derek's a quick decision maker. He doesn't hold it. It comes out quick. He knows where his quick answer throws are. That's going to be important early. I think to take the edge off the pass rush, I think the screen game is going to be important. You know, getting Trent Brown back would be huge to be able to solidify the right side of that offensive line. Not only that, but to be able to help them in terms of the running game. And I just think the key is Josh Jacobs. I just think when you do a, a case study of the Raiders offense with a healthy Josh Jacobs, with or without, it's 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 dramatically different. I mean, his ability to pound and chip away at a defense, his ability to wear down a defense over the course of a 60-minute game is significant. And I just think getting him back will be huge for the next four games. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you saw the unevenness when it came to the offense. Uh, I believe Derek Carr threw the ball over 45 times, and you want to be able to have a little bit more balanced offense. The trippy thing about the Colts, which I think is really kind of a weird thing, Frank Reich, their coach, their head coach, is a real analytics guy. Matter of fact, he calls up and gets the analytics guys with their computers to call the play, basically. And so they use it. They're very heavy on the analytics part of football. And I always, I've always thought that was kind of weird. It works for some teams, I guess. But, it, you know, I don't understand it. I'm sure it's, I don't understand it because I'm not a computer guy anyway. But moving on. Um, yeah, that's the kind of uh, play calling they use. But Rivers was sacked three times against the Texans. Three times. If we can get to I, – I think we can. I, I think we can get through to get to Rivers. I think we've done it before. When he was with the chargeless, boltless, nutless Chargers, we got to him almost every game. I love playing the Chargers. I love going to San Diego to see the games. I miss that a lot. That was fun. And anybody who went to those games, I swear, you know how much fun it was. It was crazy. We took over the stadium there. It was amazing. The offense can score. Uh, they can make a, a game of it. They put some points up before this year. T.Y. Hilton's still as good as he always was. He's a great, he's a great wide receiver. And uh <laughs> that's no joke, man, because he can he can catch balls, I mean, freaking anywhere. Uh, Cox is a great tight end as well. Pascal, Marcus Johnson, um Naheem Hines is averaging four four yards per carry. That's good. If you can do that all game long. That's not bad. So, you know, we've got our our uh, our work cut out for us here. They're a good team. They got Justin Houston as a defensive end. Um, Grover Stewart, a nose tackle. I mean, I can go down the road here. Rocky Sin is a cornerback. He's very good in the back end. Kenny Moore also is very good. Uh, Xavier Rhodes. Um, these guys are very serious in the secondary, they got a good defense. As a matter of fact, they're on pace for 32 forced turnovers. That brings me to the Raiders' offense. Now, is it me? No. I think in the last season, this last year, I've seen more forced turnovers, fumbles, balls being ripped out than I've ever seen. I'm sure it's just me. But it seems to me... That's the deal these days. The defense is let's rip the ball away from the offensive guy and see if they call it for us. And they do it every play. They're very good 
at tearing at the ball. And our, our butterfingers lately are worrisome for me. That could be the difference in this game. The turnovers could make all the difference as they have in the last few thumpings that we've taken. I don't want to be thumped by the Colts. I know we can beat the Colts if our defensive coordinator can get it together and work up a good defense to keep pressure on Rivers and stop them from running the ball. We should have a stellar game. We just need to move the ball ourselves on this defense, which is pretty damn good. I think they're 13th, but it doesn't make really much difference. I could tell you where they're ranked on offense and defense. It doesn't matter because every Sunday is a different day. Every Sunday holds its own challenges. I mean, uh, the, the one thing we have going for us in this game is their first string left tackle, Clark. Uh, is out for the season. So that could be a weak spot in their offense. We could certainly uh, key off that. But we, as a defense man, cannot be gashed on the edge. They are going to run their biggest side, and they're going to run it all day. That's what everyone who's beat us does. So we better be ready to be man up on that defensive line and get that done because I'm tired of getting stressed out over our defense, man. I am just done. I wish they would just hold up their ass end of their thing that they got to do, which is just slow the other team down. Now our offense, score some damn points. Stop, you know, playing around, and let's get back to Raider football. Let's get Trent Brown, the mountain of a man that can move three guys at one time out there so we can run the ball for 200 plus yards and then pass for 200 yards and get to it. This is the time of year we need you, Trent. Don't be bent brown coming up. We need you to be strong, healthy. You've had a lot of time, bro. I'm glad you're back. Let's get on the field, man, because this is the time we need you. We're going. If we keep winning, we could make a skinny playoff. And who knows what happens when you get into the game. Well, that's what I think about that. I think we can beat the Colts. It's going to be a tough game. It's at home, though, and I hope the Raiders rally. I think we win this game, and I think we win it pretty decisively. That's what I say, and that's all I have to say about that. one 800 620-7181. Get on the bone line, pick up the phone, make a call, and let us know what you're feeling about it, Raider Nation. We're listening. <laughs> Get on the bone line. Let's see who's first on the show. And our first caller is Matty Raider. He's calling from Albany, New York. I love this call because it kind of sums up a lot. <laughs> What's up, bro? Hey guys, it's Matty Raider, Albany, New York. Hey, we are getting pushed to the limit by the worst team and the worst coaching staff in the league. Rugs just fumbled, and now we're third and goal here. I got a lot of Jet fans for family and friends, and uh, whoop, they just scored. So now we're down 
So let me tell you this. Regardless of what happens with this game, this season is over. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. This team, to win, has to have everything perfect from their lucky penny to their rabbit's foot to their favorite pair of underwear on and everything else, and the stars have to align. This team can't win at a 1 o'clock East Coast time slot. This team can't face any kind of adversity. Our rookies are garbage, Arnett. Back-to-back concussions, dude, leading with your head. I know you were raving about them last time, Greg. I don't I don't see it, bro. But we'll see. Rugs, okay, whatever. I, I'm just done. I'm done. How can Gruden watch this defense? The Jets chew them up. They are Swiss cheese out there and not leave this guy in Jersey on the way home. This is pathetic. This is just like last year. We thought we had a team. We don't, dude. We do not. This team is trash, bro. It is trash. I can't even yell and get angry anymore. They have let me down time and time and time again. I got to go, man. I, I just can't anymore. Now, you see, I love your call, bro. I love it because it's the moment. <laughs> it's the moment that it captures the emotion of every single fan. Now, I don't know about every fan feeling the same way. I was pissed. I was blown away. I could just see all the freaking talking heads. Yeah, the Raiders lose to the lowly Jets. I could see it. See the headlines. But... Saved by the bell is an understatement. (laughs) Love the call, bro. I love it because it's real. And our next caller is my good brother, the Prez. Now, this is another caller you could tell right away. Didn't see the last play of the game and the last seconds of the game before they called. So, but it does show you exactly where everybody was at this time. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, this is the prayer. That's the reason why my voice is sounding in there, like it, like it is. Let's get down to the business and the damn sorry nitty gritty. So long, car. I don't want to hear it. Seven years too long, man. I mean, are you serious? Are you fucking serious? Yes, I said it. I'm sorry. You can bleep it out. I'm, I'm sorry. Are you serious? This dude could have just ran it for first down. When he gets good, he's good. But when it comes down to, like, crunch, play for your life, or whatever you want to call it, like a deer in the headlights or whatever and everything, he kind of like foes, man. That's not what elite, elite quarterbacks do. You've been in the league for seven years. For crying out loud, man, get rid of that defensive dude. Call the, the Patricia dude. Give him a call. Of course, I know John's not going to do it because that guy's uh, – I heard Dante's is for It is what it is, man. And let's talk about Gruden also, too, shall we? I was one of his biggest fans. Years ago, I predicted that he would come back to us. Everybody laughed and said, oh, man, could w- wish on a drink. It came true. I really begin to start to think that the game has passed John Gruden by with his coaching and stuff like that. We don't look like a team. I know we're trying. 
And but hey, man, this is ridiculous, man. We, that, that's two teams that we lost. We're not ready. Playoffs for what? Playoffs for what? I wouldn't even want to see a playoff. We're not worthy to be in the playoff. I'm sitting there looking at Cleveland and other teams that's like, you know, whatever. Of course, they paid their dues also, too. They got their asses kicked and handed to them, and they finally built themselves whatever. Hopefully, it might be the case for us. That's my only positive note. But ladies and gentlemen of the Raider Nation free world, listen to me and listen to me very well. It is time to move on from Carr. It is time to get rid of this defensive player. And if we stake it up again, we need to kind of like go in and say, hey, look, John Gruden, can we just buy you out and get a competent coach? I'm sorry to say that. I'm a huge John Gruden fan. Nobody's one of the biggest one fans ever. Yeah, the rah-rah stuff and the sneer, and that's all good for shits and giggles. They got nothing to do with winning, man. The plays were calling, man. Christ. I'm sorry, Raider Nation. I know this is probably going to be worse than what I'm saying, but this is some bullshit here. Have a good one. I love this call because it's real. Again, like I said, this is where we all were. Um, maybe not specifically. We all had pet peeves about different players. Some were again up again, pissed off about rugs. Some were pissed off about car. You know, let's blame the game on car. I mean, but Waller, what can you say? And then, of course, rugs made up for his buffoonery earlier in the game. Yes, this was not a well-coached football game. Not in the least. On the offensive side, it was weak. And on the defensive side, it was weaker. I can't stand Paula. Paula Gunther's got to go. We got to find someone better. Someone that can really bring a defense. Now, I think Gruden's got the right deal. I think he's got the formula to bring us uh, together on this offense when he gets the right players, watch out. He's done it before. He's going to do it again here in, in in Las Vegas, and it's going to be awesome. Just watch it happen. We get the right guys. This form of football is going to be super fun to watch for the Raider Nation, bro. Trust me. And our next caller is, well, lo and behold, our next caller is the Prez. <laughs> I love this call because this also shows how fast things can change. What's up, my good brother? Uh, Raider Nation, uh, <laughs> uh, this is the Prez. Um, I kind of put my foot in my mouth there. Uh, this was kind of comical, though, but... Um, I just blasted the hell out of both Carr and Gruden. Uh, ugly game. We won. I mean, I was swearing and cutting up, man. I almost threw my phone away. Damn it, Raiders, man. Hey, this one's for the for the Raider Nation, man. So what if they owe for that? Hey, we, at least we're not glad to hear about it. It's a win. It's a win. So I pulled my foot out of my mouth a little bit, you know, because I just knew we lost this game. Let it be said that miracles does happen. And if our day was alive right now, he probably would definitely give it one of those quirky, corny names, you know, the sear hand, the whole <laughs> I need a drink, man. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I need a drink is perfect. It's just perfect. 
And you know what? The sentiment <laughs> is shared by all of us, brother. And our next caller is Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. What do you got for us, my good Raider brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. It's Raider Chris, Scranton, PA. What a hell of a game. What a hell of a game. Too close for my liking, but you know what? That's football. The Jets, I give it to them, man. They played their asses off. They really did that defense and that running back that they had. I don't see how they haven't won a game. I'll be honest with you. But, man, what a way to redeem yourself at the end of the game for both Ruggs and Carr. Because Carr was just overthrowing receivers again. And it's not just Ruggs. Like, I'm not saying Ruggs didn't screw up today. He did. Absolutely he did. Until the end of the game where it mattered the most. But now you see it's more than just Ruggs that he's overthrown. Like, he's overthrown Aguilar. Waller, baller, Waller, boy. Give it to him. Booker stepping up. Running game wasn't too great, but they did what they needed to. Our secondary is trash outside of Mullen. Uh, but, man, what a hell of a game. Next week is going to be the showdown of the week. Colts, Raiders. Looking forward to it. Raider Nation. i got to calm down here, man. My heart is still racing. Until next time. Let's keep it going, boys. Raider Nation, I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. And, hey, Pennsylvania Raider, if you're listening to me, homie, get a hold of me. Come to the house, watch the game. I'm out. Great call, my good brother. And it sums it up. Sums it up how, I mean, I, <laughs> Mullen's good. I think Abrams is good. I think Arnett is an epic player, and he's just got to grow into the position. I think our secondary next year will be just crushing, crushing. So um, I think we're learning. I think we're going the right direction. This was a barn freaking burner. <laughs> and it burned down in the last second, which is just crazy. Love the call, brother. And our next caller, a femme fatale of the Raider Nation, Raider Trey, in New Jersey, no less. That Jets game must have meant a lot to you, young lady. What is up, Raider sister? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe what I just saw. This is Raider Trey from NJ. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I got to catch my breath. I mean, how do you go from anger to ecstasy in like a matter of seconds? I can't believe the, the Raiders won that game. Oh, my gosh. Listen, this podcast, Saving Grace. Raider Greg, you are the man. I've been watching the Raiders for since I was a little girl. I remember... Villa Piano, La Monica, Sistrunk, Banasac. Oh my gosh. And to to watch to see them get to this point with the draft and you know what they did drafting Farrell and drafting um Mad Max and Jacobs and I'm I know I'm like out of breath and I'm just wow. Um 
that that game, you know, it 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 takes you there. Oh my gosh, the Raiders uh, started out flat, came back, lost the lead. I mean, it's it's hard being a Raider fan over here and uh on on this coast. But there's there's a lot of us out here. You know how Raider fans do. We travel, we travel well. But um, oh my gosh, I can't believe that 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 game. Rugs finally got a finally got a touchdown. Finally got a big score, game saver. But I will say this: they cannot continue to play like that. That that up and down, that cardiac kid style of play. I mean, it's great as long as we're winning, but you know we we've we've got to be um, we've got to be on point. We've got to be sharp. We've got to be ready. It's if if we're planning to go to the playoffs, it's not an not an easy schedule coming up. We've got the Colts, um, got the Broncos again, um, and I, again, I'm just so excited, but wow, <laughs> my team, oh my gosh, the Raiders will take you there like like nobody else. First time caller, hope not to be the last time I call, Raider Greg, keep doing your thing, love you, I'm out, peace everybody, go Raiders. Nicely done, girlfriend. Listen, nobody wanted to listen to the pain after that game if he would have lost, especially in New Jersey. Thanks for the call. The Raiders' history, if you look back and if you really look at the teams that have gone all the way, they've all been just like this. They've all been this way. (laughs) They've all been, the last time we went to a Super Bowl, We lost four games in a row, and everybody counted us out. I think we were 5-0, and and they were saying, oh, the Raiders are going to make it. And then we lost four games, and nobody gave us a chance, and then we went on to go to the Super Bowl. This is the Raiders. This is who we are. (laughs) This is what the Raider mystique is all about. Some people can't explain what it is, but this is what it is. How can this team that plays like this, this game, go to the next five games and play like super freaks and beat everybody? I don't know, but that's what happens <laughs> with our team. We don't have we don't have like the Chiefs. We don't have that dominating. We haven't had that kind of dominating team really in very many years, but even then, We had some slip-ups. We had some funky games. But listen, we played the Chiefs a couple years ago, and it was just like this game because at the very end of the game, Carr must have had six chances to get a a touchdown, and he did get it with number 15. And uh, that was an exciting, heartbreaking, heart-wrenching, you're not sure if we're going to make it happen or not, win. And that is great sports. And that's why I'm a Raider fan, because that's how we roll. Our next caller is Raider Tony. Haven't heard from him in some time. It's great to hear you, bro. What's happening? Raider Greg, Raider Nation. This is Raider Tony, formerly the Northwest Raider. But we are back in California now, so... I'm no longer the Northwest Raider. Um, so I guess I have to think of a new name. 
anyway, this is my first time calling this season. It's been a, a really fun season, Raider Greg. Uh, you know, and we are in position to, to make the playoffs and stuff. And I just, uh, today's game against the New York Jets was, um, well, at the end of the day, it was just win. I mean, that's all I have to say. You know, we, we had a 13-point lead and blew it. And so it was just a crazy, uh, typical, I guess, in a way, Raider game. And, and we just won that last, I mean, literally, you know, long pass with four seconds to go by Derek. I mean, that just was crazy, and it was great. But I, I just wanted to talk quickly about, um, you know, I really do feel like we need to get rid of Paul Gunther. I know the Raiders won today. And I know we beat the Chiefs once, and and we almost beat them twice. In fact, we 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 won that second game. Chiefs got lucky, and they know it. Um, with that said, Paul Gunther really is—I mean, he sucks. And and my fear is that you know Raiders making the playoffs and winning games, and and that we're going to hold on to this guy. But he is not a good defensive coordinator, man. I mean, I don't I, – I, there was no excuse for giving up this many points to the Jets. And I'm not even going to bring up Atlanta last week, but that was a joke. Um, our defense is, you know, not the best defense in the league, but I know that we have more talent than being ranked 28th. But we've got to be better than that. And I, and I pin that on, on Paul Gunther. The play calling sucks. Uh, you know, it just it's just really frustrating, and I just I really hope that he gets the the axe. I like our offense; I wouldn't touch it. Um, Olson's, uh, you know, he's they're serviceable. The offense does its job, and, and you know, I, I don't have too many complaints. Um, it, it's I'm just unhappy with our defense, and I really do feel like uh, you know we need a de- new defensive coordinator, whether we win or lot, uh, not. Um, we just Gunther's got to go. That's all I had to say. Anyway, Raider Nation, have a great week. I can't wait for next Sunday, and I'm out. Well, thank you for the call, brother. Always good. Nice to hear you again. Um, yeah, you know our defense had trouble all game, and I'll tell you why. Because the Jets ran to the left of the field of their side all day long and we couldn't do anything about it there was no fixing that and they were running behind number 77 burton is a freaking monster he's like trent brown he's mean and he pushes you out and he pushes the next guy out he's a great lineman and that's what they did they ran behind him all day and we had no answer he pushed Farrell. he pushed crosby he pushed anybody that was in front of him out of the way. They got 206 rushing yards, and that's why. And that's why Paul Gunther has to go, I believe. He came from the Bengals, who have never won ever. You know, and Marvin Lewis, please, let's not even get started about his losing history. I just don't understand how you can continue to have a job when you do it so poorly. I think we have the players. I truly do. I just don't believe they're in a position to do well. Love the call, bro. 
And our next caller is Nebraska Raider. Holding it down in the Midwest. What you got for us, my good brother? Ready, Granny, Greater Randy. This is Nebraska Raider calling in, man. I just got uh, discharged from the hospital after that freaking heart attack. Oh, my gosh. Just kidding on the whole medical stuff. But oh, my goodness gracious. How about that ending? I mean, uh, I, definitely we played down to the level of our opponent, which I think we've done over the past couple of weeks. Well, especially last week, but this week as well. I mean, we shouldn't have came out like that. But um, defense stood up. Yeah, I mean, didn't really stand up. But, you know, they got takeaways and shit. Trayvon Mullen, good job. Uh, Cleveland Farrell, you've been missed. Thank you for getting back in the in the lineup, obviously, to uh, to uh, fumbles that he caused. And um, it was just that was that was a heck of a. I mean, that that was a good game, even though you know you're going up against an 0-11 team now, an 0-12 team. Thank goodness, um, that was a heck of a game. Hard fought. Carr, uh, that first interception. Rugs made up for his. Uh, Pit pass interception and his fumble. I mean that's rookie, rookie stuff. But uh, he made up for it with that game-winning touchdown catch. So um, clean it up, um, sweep that one under the rug. Oh my goodness gracious, that was that was one heck of a deal. I needed to take a couple shots after that one. But thank you, uh, Ritter. Ready, Greg, Ready, Randy, for doing what you guys do, man. And I appreciate everybody calling in and keeping this thing going. The longest running podcast, Nation Podcast. That's what it is, man. And uh, I'm going to cut this one a little bit short uh, from the last one because I think the last one I went on for about six minutes. I was a little tipsy, my bad. But anywho, Raider Nation for life. Hopefully the hoes beat the queefs tonight, so... Uh, we'll see how that goes. Highly unlikely, but that would be nice to nice to see that. All right, guys. Go Raiders. Uh, happy holidays. God bless y'all. And uh, talk to you after this, uh, this next game. All right. First of all, thanks for the props, bro. And, yes, this was a game that people would have to recover from a cardiac moment. <laughs> it was crazy. And you know what? The Broncos almost beat the Chiefs. Uh, and that would have been a real interesting phenomenon. I would hope that would happen, but it didn't. The Chiefs seem to play like we do. They play down. They play down to the Broncos. Come on, the Broncos? Drew Locke? Please. And they almost won? That was a problem for the Chiefs. I bet you they're still talking about that one. Because um, that should have been a blowout, and it was not. Broncos have a pretty good defense, however. Um, damn, I wish they had a one. Thanks for the call again, my good brother. And our next caller is the RVA Raider. What's going on, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Trip, the RVA Raider, calling from Richmond, Virginia. It is Monday morning after the Jets game. Oh, man. You know, last week against the Falcons, that was one of the ugliest losses that I've seen 
and yesterday against the Jets was one of the ugliest wins I ever seen. So I don't know what's going on with this team. I guess maybe the COVID is having a huge impact on our team. Seems to be having a big impact on the league. So things can kind of just go every which crazy way right now, I suppose. So you never know what's going to happen on the field. The next four games certainly aren't going to be a cakewalk, but yesterday was a must-win game in every sense of the word. That would have been hugely embarrassing to give the Jets their first W of the season, and that nearly happened. I'll tell you, uh, after that fourth and three where we didn't convert at the end of the game, I pretty much resigned myself to a loss there. And I think a lot of other people probably did too. Thankfully, the Jets called that all-out blitz on our last offensive play of the game there. And (laughs) we managed to pull that win out. So, man, that was another one by the skin of our teeth. Next week, we got the Colts. It'll be nice to have another crack at Phillip Rivers. Hopefully we'll be putting that crybaby on his back all day long. I still don't like him at all, whether he plays for the Chargers, whether he plays for the Colts. He can cry me a river all day long. Anyhow, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It could go any which way. So, Raider Nation, I'll talk to you soon. Everybody, be good to one another. 2020 will be over soon. Hopefully 2021 is going to be a better year in every sense of the word. All right, Raider Nation, I am out. Excellent call, man. That is really well done. And what I'll tell you is well done is the worst loss of the year against the Falcons. We played the worst all year, I agree. And this is the worst win of the year because you thought we, I thought we were done in the same minute you did three yards, fourth and three. We don't make it. And that's it. We end up with what a minute and 10 seconds left after they go three and out, which is thank goodness. And, uh, lo and behold, miracle of miracles, their defensive coordinator, Definitely needed to get going, too, because he was just a little worse than ours. Appreciate the call, brother. Happy holidays. You be good. You be good, too, man. God bless you and your family as well. And our next caller from Los Angeles, California, Raider Bray. He's in the house. What's up, my good brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Bray in L.A. calling on Monday after the Jets game. And, boy, what a game. Uh, I'm calling this a turning point. I think that play is not only a turning point in the Raiders' season, but maybe even for the organization. I think we're we're heading up. I haven't seen the Raiders win a game like that. I can't, can't remember how long it's been. Um, as far as last week getting pummeled and, that was all about turnovers, just sloppy fingers. You know, when you turn the ball over five times, you don't win. Um, going back the week before with the Chiefs, 
woulda, shoulda, coulda. We played great, but uh, just the defense didn't hold up. Of course, we were missing Cleland, who had a great game yesterday. And, uh, you know, missing Trent Brown. Hopefully he can get back. But, uh, yeah, I haven't called for all season, so I thought I'd call in today. That's Bray in L.A. saying, go Raiders. Right on, brother. Thank you for the call. And, yeah, it's a... (laughs) I know all of us had the same feelings all the way to the last second. I'll tell you what, I had my dog strapped up ready for a walk. They had their leashes on, and I was still sitting down going, well, hell, there's one play left. I got to watch this. (laughs) Good thing I didn't take it for a walk. And our next caller is from Salinas, California. It's Just Win James. What is going on, my good Raider brother? What is going on, Raider Greg and Raider Nation? This is Just Win James from Salinas, California. I had to take a day to kind of mull over my emotions after that win slash loss yesterday. I don't know. I don't know if we lost more in that game than we won, but a road win is a road win. We, uh, I don't know. I think it's good for the young guys to come over from adversity like that. I think Ruggs hopefully should grow from the, the downs and the definite win at the end. So I am I was a, a whirlwind of emotions yesterday, so I wanted to take a day before I called in. I think the biggest thing yesterday uh, that we were missing was, I think, uh, Jonathan Abram on defense. He sets the tone on, on in the run defense game. You know, he's, he has a lot of holes in his, his uh, pass defense. Uh, because he's overly aggressive, but I think that translates so well into the run defense. And I think we missed him a lot yesterday. I think he would have blown up their, their running backs on several plays yesterday because he does really well when they spread when they spread the, the line and they run outside. Abram likes to, to shoot the gaps and, and make an impact. So I think we missed him yesterday. Um, and I think, man, we need to look ourselves in the mirror as a team and see uh, – you know what are we gonna what are we gonna be made of these next four games moving forward? Um, we got the W. That's always good, um, and I'm happy about that. But I think, uh, man, we cannot play down to to an opponent like that. But uh, all in all, a good gutsy win. Um, you know, I was happy that we didn't make the penalties, and hopefully, this is a game where the young people can can learn something and kind of grow. So, uh, on that, Raider Greg, Raider Andy, Raider Nation, thank you very much. Just win, baby. Bye. I agree. I agree 100% with you, bro. Abrams would have made a huge difference in the 206 rushing yards here. Because he always shoots the gap. You always see that little missile come in and blow people up. And, you know, I'll tell you, just like Tatum back in the day, people did not want to see him. Because he would just hurt you. <laughs> and I think that's what Abrams is all about. Give him another two years. He's going to put on some meat. He's still going to be fast. Man, they're going to watch out for him and worry more about getting hit than doing their job. And that is Raider football, bro. Love the call, man. And our last but never least caller is Maddie Raider. The first caller of the show 
You'll notice there's just a little bit of a tone change. <laughs> I love the Raider Nation. What's up, brother? Hey, guys. It's Matty Raider, Albany, New York. Call in the morning after the game. Uh, I called yesterday. I was pretty pissed. I still got some serious reservations about this team, man. But, wow. Season on the line. And uh, they pull it out. So, listen. I'd rather them play ugly and win than that Chiefs game where they played well but lost. So, I'll take it. A win is a win. Gruden, stop coasting when you got the lead. Put your mother effing foot on their neck, no matter who it is. But, hey, we won. We didn't get embarrassed. Thank goodness. Just win, baby. This is a perfect call to end the show. That's how it went down. Everything you said at the beginning of the show was true because we all were in the same boat, pissed off together until the last second of the game. Now, you living in Albany, New York, you got to listen to the Jets fans, which I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure are brutal. But now, after that, you can just keep your head held high and say those words and mean them. Just win, baby. Because they came true for us in this game. Man, this is how the Raiders play. What can I tell you? Appreciate the call, brother. You know, especially that after call. That was perfect because, man, we were all on that train. Every single Raider fan. <laughs> Everyone. But think about it for a second. I'm just going to say this. What if you were a Jets fan? What if you were a Jets fan that were 0 and 11? And here come the Raiders, and they're playing like garbage. And you're thinking, we finally, yes, we always beat the Raiders. I knew this would happen. The Raiders always fold up against the Jets, which is true. And booyah. They got their hearts ripped out. And, uh, well, I feel bad for them, but not too bad, because we did get the W, and I love it. <laughs> Well, man, we got the Colts coming up. We got Cry Me a River. Please, we got to make him get happy feet like he does, force him to get crazy, run around, and fumble the ball. That's Rivers. Let's make him who he is, and let's win this game. We got a ways to go, and we got a team to grow. Because every game we got to get better now, because this is serious business. And I think we will. Looking for a W right there in Las Vegas this Sunday. I am Ready Greg, and I am out.